Oh, okay. Starting to pick up now. Yeah, here we go. Something's going to happen. Something. And then he was taking his jacket off and stuff, yeah. and I would, didn't know what was happening. Yeah. I feel like the... Is there music to this? Okay. Sounds something like Sons of Anarchy. Oh. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah doesn't it? Yeah. Sounds like a really mean Western that's about to get super violent. Yeah. So that's gonna probably happen. what's going to happen today yeah. on this podcast. Oh, uh, for sure. Yikes. Even uh, though he looks like a 1980s broadcaster, like he's getting ready to announce the game. But other than that... <laughs> he really does. <laughs> you ever seen Major League? I think it's Major League. Yes. Yeah. The one with Ricky Vaughn. Oh yeah. Charlie mm-hmm. Sheen. Mm-hmm. So good. What's the What's the announcer? He's a real announcer. He announced for the Dodgers. Whatever his name was. His color man. I always said I would do that in a heartbeat. It's oh, Harry, I would do that Harry too. Carey. I would do that too. No. Yeah. Hold what's on. What's his name? Anyway. Anyways, welcome back to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. I'm your host Haley Kobza, and I'm Lena. And we are apologizing. Fell in a ditch. <laughs> like Click normal for, for me. <laughs> oh, got pulled out of a ditch. True. More or less. Uh, we've just been busy. A little absent. We yeah. had a lot of stuff going on. And, but we're back. We're and, back. And you know what, people? It happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you have to put other things before what we do. Like, That's we love to do this, but sometimes mm-hmm. family. Yep. Comedy shows. Things a like that really go first. Really good laugh hard comedy yes. show. Who'd yes. you go to? Uh, rude. Okay. Really? <laughs> what? You mean, who he, came to see us yeah. is what you meant you to say. Just have a comedy show? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why, Why do we do it to ourselves? We were actually hired. Yeah. Joke's on you, sucker. And they're probably going to bring ha, us ha, back. What'd, what'd you yeah. get paid? Oh, a we case can't of talk my, about a that. A case of Mike's hard and uh, Ew, no, Zima, no. <laughs> they even offered us dinner. So yeah. there. That's and right. we got drink tickets. We did get, we got six drink tickets. So yeah, a they case of Mike's heart. Clearly wanted us to have a good time. Yep. But today is March 26th. So today is National Purple Day. You, He's what? got a lot of Boy, purple. Boy, old purpled out. <laughs> That's pink. I know. Okay. Hey, ooh, look at this. Do you see those lenses? Oh, yeah. Those lenses are purple. Right. National Spinach Day for Popeye over there. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make up your own holiday day. That's pretty much what all these are. Uh, Spicy pickle. That would be my... Oh, a spicy pickle. Yeah, that'd be my made up holiday. Okay. And uh, I don't know how to say that word. National Solitude Day. I wouldn't be good with that. <laughs> no, it's just not my thing. Anyways. Well, listeners, we're glad to be back. Yep. And we decided to, to be bless you back. Bless you with the presence of our very own tribe member, Cherokee Conroy. Welcome back, Cherokee. Yes, Cherokee. Oh. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. Why? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Maybe, okay, maybe, that, maybe that was my fault with the tribe and yeah. all that. So yeah. I do apologize. You should, can you change the song? Seminal Wind. Okay, okay, we'll do that on the way out. Oh, Seminal wind. Which may be happening sooner than later. <laughs> Maybe going out. <laughs> we do have a warm-up for Cherokee. We do. Yes, we do. Okay, we what is it? Yes. Um, you're going to get 30 seconds. Okay, you do that? Yep, I will do that. And you have to name in 30 seconds, but I don't want to say it yet because I got to get my timer. Why am I doing everything here? Why am I finding the timer you, and coming up with the thing? Are we really? Are we going to compare all yeah, the things that we do? Bradshaw's okay, no, around the mixer. Exactly. What's this do? Stop it. Touching That one doesn't have color, so it doesn't do anything. But this one does. I hit calculator instead of clock. So like it has like music. Okay, you get 30 seconds. I think this is just like sounds. You might want to just focus on the warm up. 
Yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's nice. nice. I know, so I can like put songs on here. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 okay. seconds to name as many major league baseball teams as you can. Go. New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox, New York Mets. I should have just went the same one. Chicago White Sox, Chicago Cubs, Milwaukee Brewers, Atlanta Braves, Florida Marlins, Toronto Blue Jays. Um, Nine. Can I say the Montreal Expos, even though they don't exist anymore? Nope. Washington Nationals, St. Louis Cardinals, Kansas City Royals, Colorado Rockies, Los Angeles Dodgers, San Francisco Giants, oh, uh, Seattle Mariners. He made How it. How many am I at? 17 and 30 seconds. Wow. Goal was 15. Not bad. He did it. Hey. Maybe he knows something. He does. He might know a few things. Maybe he knows a few things about baseball. Well, there's oh. what, four just in Texas? Oh, goal. Yeah. No. Anyway. Two. Anyways, Christian Conroy is back, folks. Yeah. I know nobody asked for it, but he's here. Oh, the masses were pleading. <laughs> so, but we're going to talk some baseball. Yeah. Do it. Because aren't you, you played baseball in college, if everybody goes back like two years and listens to the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Which, then. Uh, I was on the roster. You were on the roster. Bullpen guy. Oh. Okay. Oh, you're a pitcher? Oh, it was great. Sunflower seed guy? Is that what the I'm bullpen? confused. Me too. Were you that? Weren't you that in what? football too? Just what? like on on the sideline, in football, yeah. Who who says this? <laughs> Wait, you know, I, Rachel oh showed me a clip of, of Coach so Gross. He's gonna get so saying upset. something about oh whoever his position coach was. He was my position coach. <laughs> Listen up, that Mr. guy Gross. lit me up every day. That's what he said. I'm yeah, it, it was something like that. Like you oh, know did what? You hear? He said he was better for it. Good. Yes, yeah, people. That's good. See, learn how oh to take. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yes. Okay. On the Do roster what? for baseball yes. in college. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was a pitcher. MPCC Indian. MTC Mid- Indian. McCook. McCook, yes. And uh, then somehow you were now a baseball coach? Yeah. For what? Seems like a natural progression. Like 16U, 14U? So we don't have school baseball. The way that American Legion works, you have, it used to be called midgets, which was like your introduction. Do you want me to quit kicking your chair? No, I just want to look at you. I mean, um, I don't want to look at you, but I want to look towards you. So like Fellingfield, that's your T-ball up into, it used to be like coach pitch, machine pitch, which now I don't even, well, T-ball does exist. But that's the separate field. Okay. Anyways, they so get wait, seventh you grade. Never, and you never coached that. Hmm. So you just like actually feel as if you have to actually. Like, <laughs> old Coach Mac Tyler McCarty. Uh huh. They call him the songbird of our generation. Um, no one says so that. <laughs> after I, I coached Legion, the younger teams for like three years. Am I getting really loud? No, you're no, no, no you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, yeah you're just, good. Um, you don't worry about it. And us. then it was that COVID year. I'd stepped away because I when I was playing, it was like. Hurry up, scrounge a coach about this time of year, every year. We were always awful because you don't have any, and there's no continuity, no nothing. So um, just kind of saved that when I was finishing my teaching degree, didn't know where we'd be. Stepped away and then was away from just baseball in general for a couple years. Um, I don't know, three or four. Coached with Tyler over at Felling Field, and that was an experience. Because, like, I remember the, like, kids sitting there digging dirt piles in the infield, but didn't think it actually happened anymore. Or, like, was I just dreaming that? No, it's... It's real. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. Um, so I did coach that level. And, and you then, loved it, clearly. It was actually kind of fun. That's good. Because there was, I mean, it's like, you're not trying to win a district championship. You're just, they're literally throw them out there and right. see what happens. Um, then three years ago, 
I think it was probably that summer that I was on last, two years ago, whenever that was. Um, got back in coaching the seniors, so it would be the older. Like, if you think about, like, high school, it would be varsity. So you got varsity would be seniors, juniors would be JV, and then junior Bs would be, like, junior high, 7th and 8th grade. So I have the old guys. Okay. It's so like 18 under. Oh, wow. That's All what right. you have now. Yes. So and this is your what year of doing that age? Three? This is year three. Okay. And then I did three years. I did two years at the juniors level and then a year at the junior B level. So I'm I've coached confused. every- How old are you? Lots of three-year increments 20, there. 24. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that was kind 30. of what I was going with for. Well, this Lino, is no, really this is, do not do. He's thirty. You're thirty. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So yeah. So. You believed that he was twenty four. I I know. I just had a moment. You looked at me. I she was had a senior him. moment. <laughs> Literally. It's <laughs> not nice. So this is year ten coaching football, like all the way through. So okay. I coached. What? That's the one sport I've done for consistently since I started at the school. Ten. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Okay, so when and you're from a cook, yeah, bleed red, yeah, bison red, sure. Okay, when does baseball season actually start for those like for people who are listening? You said we don't have high school baseball. This is a summer league. When does it start? It's like our first game is May nineteenth. I've been. Oh my gosh! Um, Why so soon? You know, our first year. If Brady ever gets here, we can share some more stories from our first year. We went 0-17. It got to where we're pretty sure it was almost intentional, some of the losses that we had. Because, like, we would lead the whole game, and then the last two innings, we'd lose by a run. So, like, for the kids, it became comical. And mm-hmm. for us, I mean, it was, like, miserable. Um, so I told myself that we would never do that again. So it's kind of become more like basketball does open gyms. One of those just, if you're not doing something right, cages are open, come down, but we're not coaching hard. We're not like, I see some of the lower level, like low, like 10 and unders that they've got kids pitching in November and their season starts in April. Like, yeah, that's why kids are having Tommy John surgery at age 15, 16. Cause they're, I mean, your arms are not meant to throw go. You're not meant to throw overhand. You're not, your arms hang down for a reason, but you know, when you've got a nine-year-old kid doing this stuff year round, that's what's going to happen. So no, I, I am very much a, whatever sports in season, that's its season. Cause I did it. I was a, I mean, for my first two years of high school, three sport athlete, I did track football, baseball. Um, and then just track is one of those things I never really, I, I enjoyed it, but didn't really do a whole lot for me. So, um, I was, I actually like when, were you a sprinter? Yeah. Okay. And actually <laughs> sprinter. And then I was a distance guy. Oh, I could see what? you running yeah. a good mile. Yeah. You didn't De- throw anything. Yes. <laughs> Lena, you're <laughs> so <what> mean. <laughs> she is believing everything that comes well, out of your Connor mouth right now. Good, you know, we sit by each other in church. I just feel like he's going to be honest. Uh, uh, I'm nothing if not honest. Uh, no. And so like back then, Coach Gross was our football coach, and then he also coached the throws. So it's one of those, um, you know, you want to be around the guy because that's how you draw players to your other you, – you coach other sports. and um, But also, you know, it's one of those – a lot of the stuff that we would do to prepare – because it's all explosive movement when you're throwing a shot. Um, it prepares you for being an offensive lineman, defensive lineman. So a lot of times I would actually just go and, like, work out with the track guys still. But, I mean, it was lift weights and – so you clearly never hung out with Umshide because you never 
That guy didn't talk to me for like two years when I didn't wrestle. Oh, I could understand that. Yeah. Just hissy yeah. fit. Because well, you were bigger than him or? Scared on me. Yeah. Still is. <laughs> I could pick him up with one hand and I, do it. I like curl. reminding him of that, that he hated me for like two years. He won't admit it, but well, I just didn't have you for a student. Yeah. Uh, I believe I'm shite on this one. Yeah, I do Since too. I can't believe him anymore because he's lied to me all the time. The fact that you thought he was a sprint and distance runner. Oh, come on. Drink more water. I guess. Is that Sorry. water? It's purple. It's iced tea. Oh, water nice. very watered down. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, were you going to say something? So, when your season starts May nineteenth, because I've been listening, mm-hmm. how many games I've will you listened. have? So right now we've got forty-two. Have on you the looked at their schedule? I've only heard about it. I haven't actually um, seen it on paper. And then you're guaranteed two games at districts. So everybody makes the district tournament. Um, but that's with three tournaments, so right there is about 12 games. So you take those off, you're at 30 games over the course of May 19th to early August. Oh, really, you guys really end of July. Okay. So it's really not, it's a lot of games and they're kind of chunked in there. But it's like for me where, you know, in college you start early February and you're done by May and you're playing 60 games, it's not that big a deal. Okay, so explain this to me. What is a legion? What is equivalent to it for girls? There isn't one. So American Legion was started by a group of vets back like early, I think it was actually pre-World War II. Um, And it was just because that's when baseball literally was America's pastime. So, I mean, that's where that comes from. Um, And it was basically that like every town around here, if you look like even if you drive through Holbrook, Right, that's one down by Arapaho, Holbrook. They have an old baseball field. Like mm-hmm. every town had a baseball field. So McCook had a semi-pro team. A lot of, te- a lot of towns had semi-pro teams. Um, and like their rule book is literally to instill like American values in young American men. So that, that's why there's no real crossover with softball because, I mean, the original scope and purpose of Legion is that. Okay. So the kids that play on Legion aren't also playing on a travel team. That is their travel team? Correct. Okay. But maybe does it go down to an age that they would still be playing over at Felling? No. No. So, so Legion every- doesn't start. It used to be so like that midgets that I was telling you. Yeah. The, what, that's what it used to be called. That was That's the new Junior Bees. Junior Bees is basically under the Legion umbrella in McCook, but they don't play Legion rules. They're in a different league but okay. Legion still kind of operates the team. So Legion doesn't have any effect of how many kids will be playing at felling. That only comes in when kids start playing travel and maybe don't play at felling. Correct. So what is it called that's at felling? I think that's just McCook Youth Baseball Association. Okay. Or McCook Midget Baseball Association. Okay. Something like that. MMBA, McCook Midget Baseball Association. Okay. And so at no time anybody thought to bring along the girls with any of that. So when I was a kid, there was girls T-ball over at Felling. Mm-hmm. And then the Y always took that over. And and there was Y League softball. In the older ages? Like so certain? no, oh. like younger ages. Okay. It was that way 10 years ago. And there used to be, and this is how it was. Okay, so go back to baseball for a second. When yep. I was like... 11 years old, there's one travel team. And the one travel team, everybody played at Felling. So there'd be, I mean, we had a full postseason tournament that took a full weekend. Um, 
So approximately how many teams would there be when you were 11? I mean, say there's 10 per team, 11 per team, probably at least 10 teams. And then wow. Indianola had a team. Indianola had a team that they would play at Filling Field, but they're just an Indianola team. Sure. Uh huh. Um, see, I'll bet there was at least ten teams. Okay, so you had those, and then. And then, so like, I played on a travel team, and the travel team was like, once the Felling Field season's over, it was kind of. It wasn't even like the All Star. You didn't try out. It was just like we were all buddies, and a couple of the dads said, "Why don't we just get everybody and go to one tournament." Mm-hmm. So we went to one tournament and then I don't know if we did that for a year, then I think it's kind of turned into the new, the spring slam that they do in McCook, that big youth, mm-hmm. like optimist one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it kind of turned into that, but we would host one in McCook at the beginning of the year and then still do our one out of town deal. But that was it. Like you just played at Felling Field. Hmm. Against teams so, here. Yes. So then girls... Kind of the same thing. There was always a Rebels team. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they've, there's been a Rebels team forever. But you still just went to the Y and you played the Y League. And then however the Rebels worked, they went and did their thing. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't know what happened there that, like, when I worked for the city up at the ballparks, there for a lot of years, because I started there right after high school, um, like I said, it's been within the last 10 years. We'd have to go chalk the field and prep the field for Y softball. So Interesting. I don't know what happened. Everyone wants yeah. to start a team, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> Not to, like, open up a can of worms. Do it. <laughs> to start on the concerns, <laughs> comments, and compliments page. Do we lack fields here? No. 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 So the four that we have is sufficient enough? Um, the big problem, people don't, like, if you look, so... Or is it because everyone's playing at different times, so it's fine? No, it's... My dad, way back, was the public works director. So Kyle Potoff is the public works director now. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have, and I've worked for the city. My dad worked for the city for a long time. Like, I don't fall into the, the city's the enemies and all this stuff. Yeah. Where does it say in McCook Municipal Code that the city has to provide open space for ball fields yeah like that's my thing the city doesn't have to provide that oh, i get that we do not have a park and recs department that's the difference yeah. that people do not understand we don't yeah. we have a mm-hmm. parks department but mm-hmm. like they're so short-staffed right now that it doesn't matter like they they can barely get the grass cut that they have um but if you think about it you go to barnett park and i know the goose or geese are down there and there's turds what whatever but we would practice down there mm-hmm. like and it was just as bad so um you know, you have two backstops, two ball fields, not real ball fields, but two backstops at Barnett Park. Um, you know, for a youth team, you don't need what we need. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're just our guys playing catch would be home plate to the fence at Felling Field. So, mm-hmm. like older guys, yeah, they need space. Um, for ground balls, play catch, teach kids how to throw, teach kids how to hit, that's all you need is a fence and some open space. So, like, we have the room. It's just a matter of using it. Um, then you got, like, Esh Fields west of town. There's, what, two fields there. Mm-hmm. The, the Esh fan, I mean, like that. They saw a need, and they took care of it. Um, and I know the lower-level teams, like, I've coached out there, and they're all you need. Same thing. So I think it's because um, 
Like, so back to when my dad worked for the city, he kind of, he negotiated that deal with the original six practice fields. And I don't know what happened that that all fell through, but I mean, that was a big deal because all of a sudden you had all the space, but like when those were still here, you drive by there and there was one or two being used at any time. So I think it's one of those that people want what they don't have, Mm -hmm. but didn't appreciate what they had when we had it. So, but, but then you've got, you know, like Mike Deveni and, and the indoor down here, the amount of money that they put into that to make it usable, um, like that, there's plenty of options. You just got to figure them out. Mm-hmm. Do we have space to hold big tournaments? What do you mean big? Like what they do now? So like North Platte, like I know I went to North Platte and watched Lena's kids play. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Holy Moses. Can we do that? There's four fields. Probably. Four field, three, three that you could do like softball on. Say you're yeah. doing softball. Um, depends on how big a tournament and how long you want it to be. It was two days. Two days. So, I mean, like, I've played or coached in tournaments that, like, we'll go to Hastings last weekend in May. Um, And I don't even know how many teams are in that bracket because you play one night in Grand Island on their one field, and then you go to Hastings and play on their, they have multiple fields, but Duncan Field. So, you got a pretty big tournament on two fields. We're going to do one, same thing on one field in June, end of June. And right now it's five teams, and we've got it structured so that every team plays four times over the weekend. So with three fields, you could do a good, a, a big tournament, but a lot, again, it's going to go back to how do you schedule it, um, how do you space things out, time limits, that kind of thing. So are you coming on our podcast, Nationwide listeners? Nationwide. Nationwide. Worldwide. Worldwide. Yes. Just oh, get yeah. on the yeah, internet. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, for Worldwide. sure. Yeah. yeah. To say that McCook does not need the new baseball sports complex? Oh, I don't. gosh. Hold I'll on, say this. Play some music. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's not going. It's not going. There's like no ha The music is giggles. Did you cut me out or can I answer? <laughs> you can answer. I'll, I don't think we need eight fields. Oh. Um, I, to me, that's overkill. Because what? at what point, other than a tournament, that you may or may not fill all the fields, again, we're just going to have fields sitting there stagnant. I would rather... and. and I love the JCs. I played there. I've coached there. I mean, literally, like, I would wake up in the morning, walk out the front door, and you look left, and they're right there. Just lived right up the street from them. Mm-hmm. So, to me, the JCs, renovate it. Do something like that. Um, and I I mean, I haven't heard anything on the new fields. I haven't been. I haven't either. So, I, I nobody has. I'm, af- I'm stuff, afraid to ask people. To me, like, I also look at it as the amount of wells that would have to be drilled were out at that location. Um, it's just going to. I think it could end up creating a lot more issues, and I'm just terrified that it would fall, not necessarily into disrepair, but we have eight fields, but what are we going to use them for, you know? Um, Okay. I mean, no, no, no. I think, and there's no, again, would it be nice? Absolutely. Sure. But for a town our size, what do you need that, that much, you know? To me, practice space green space whatever like if you look at lexington their fourplex with i don't know six acres of just open space for soccer practice baseball practice whatever that's a perfect setup and then they've got a field house that Mm -hmm. like we go down there there's always a lighting delay it seems like so we go in there and hit in the cages whatever hang Mm -hmm. out so Mm -hmm. 
Um, like, yeah, Lex has I a can perfect see what you're model. Because I have not actually seen the plans recently to know where that's at. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think it's valid to have that discussion. You probably thought the old pool was okay too. So, no. you know, it's fine, but no. No. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. And probably fine. Just, and, and that's not to say, like, you got to appreciate yeah. all the stuff that, like, the private donations on that thing. Like, I, yes, but also I think that. Instead of more fields, there could be a lot of facilities updates that, That's you know, could, could put, you know, what we have. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, yeah, build something new, but I don't know that you need to literally double what, where we're at. Right. Well, I think that's okay. I'm excited for the new pool. I'm super excited for I'm the new pool. I'm super excited. Hello, Cannonball City. Yeah. I'm lazy River. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah that's more probably my style. sneaking a drink in my Yeti cup. Or Whoa, something. hey, I'll be checking Public that intoxication. Yeah, <laughs> add that to the list of her crimes. So, from coaching a long time ago to coaching now at the age of twenty-four, yeah, mm -hmm. this is since you've baby. been coaching since you were twelve. What is it that you enjoy the most? So, I think you know when I was young, like. 21 first started coaching i'm i try to be tommy tough nuts yell at everybody just establish Sorry. dominance <laughs> heard that one. you ever tommy tough nuts <laughs> never heard tommy tough nuts um, you would just be tommy tough nut but, but you only have one let's just let the listeners I, know. oh he talked to me no i'm just kidding oh <laughs> <laughs> you believe, believing everything people say like, how do you know that oh, um, <laughs> so i i was big on yell and make guys run and you're going to come in and you will do it my way. And, but then, you know, never having taught or anything like that, it'd be like, anytime a parent would approach me, I was just like terrified. Like, I, Oh, I don't want to have to talk. I, what am I going to say? And I think now like over, as I became a teacher, um, grew up and then obviously like having kids, uh, Joel Bedner, the principal that I worked for, for, Oh. What I decide five years at Central. Joel Bender. Um, he told me when you start having kids, you will change how you teach, how you do everything. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I very mm. like. I started thinking about it that way even before we had Walker. Like, okay, if this was my kid, how would I react, or what would I want? Um, so, like again, young coach, I'm going to sugarcoat everything, try to avoid confrontation with parents. And I've noticed, you know, you hear all these horror stories about parents. I've had like the best parents you could imagine because. They have, I've had these kids as teacher, as a teacher before. So they know that I'm, you know, worried about the relationship with the kid more. Um, when you don't sugarcoat things and just, I mean, kids want to hear the truth. So I, like, I don't have parent issues. They don't, I don't get calls because their kid's not playing. Mr. Because, Personable over here. Yeah. Relationships. Right. So when you were Owen, what'd you say? 17? Yeah. You didn't have any parent ever come to you and say, what the flip are we doing? And why do we keep losing? No. That's amazing. Because. And I'm happy for you. You know, like, well, and I, I, there's a team to the West about an hour here that I, I don't, I won't name them. Um, but hour when the they were up about 24 to four in McCook in like the third inning. So they're up by 20 runs on us in the third inning. And still stealing bases and mm. playing small while trying to score more runs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like that same inning, pop fly should be caught. And it literally hits a kid in the glove and it drops, scores two runs. Like, what's somebody going to say? Like, there, there was nothing a parent could say because, I mean, 
you can only do so much. So, right. and that's the thing about baseball is there's not really a whole lot of game plan. You have your lineup and put the guys in the position, but it's up to the kids. So when, I mean, you, you don't want to say you'd let kids fail, but you give everybody a shot and they kind of have to prove it for themselves. It's the nice thing. Yeah. So has, uh, who has been your assistant the, for the whole time? Same one? Uh, this, okay. So with seniors, it's been Brady Hines before that. For all three years. Yes. Okay. Um, which I was just telling well, the other day we were laughing because when I texted him about it, Are you guys the same age. I think I'm two years older. He, he, I'm young for my class okay. and he was old for his class. So okay. like age wise, we're only a year apart, but school wise, I think we were two years. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was a sophomore, his redshirt year. Okay. I was a three year sophomore. Attaboy. A lot of people get a master's from MCC. Oh yeah. I'm one of them. Okay. So was Brady. Um, and then before that Dalton Patera who he's now mm. the principal up in Perkins County. Mm-hmm. Put him um, on our list. Mm-hmm. And then um, before that, Pat Morey threw me a bone and helped out for like a month when I was coaching the low level junior B. He was one of J.O.'s assistants at the time. Mm-hmm. Good dude. Mm-hmm. All good dudes. Mm-hmm. So, no, Brady, I don't think me and Brady at this point can ever get a divorce because we're just riding the high now. That's us. That's yeah, right. me and this old lady stuck together. Yep, signing mm-hmm. over my parental rights today. Uh, no, go ahead. Do Don't it. change anything with that. <laughs> We're good. Um, so with your team, are there tryouts? Like, For, how does this work? So they're like with the lower level junior B's. There depends on the year. Nobody gets cut at this point. And now you get into like juniors and seniors. If you would have. 24 dudes show up and say they want to play seniors and mm-hmm. they are seniors age the roster limits 18 like that's what american legion sets it at is 18. Oh, okay okay so then you have those kinds of kind of scenarios where you would you know have to have a tryout um kind of the way we've done it in the past we might have a junior seniors tryout and that's just kind of how we split up teams um but before that when we had like good numbers you just kind of went off of the year before. So that's what I'm doing so far this year is just guys that are returners, just go where you were. And then like a dual roster kid from last year, probably going to dual roster this year. So play juniors and seniors. Oh, so if I'm new to town, a lot, isn't it? No, because for the most, through our schedule, like 90% of the time, junior, it's a junior senior doubleheader. So like okay. earlier when I texted you, you said, why do you play at eight? Because the juniors start at five 30 oh, because they can't start at, 430 because they won't have umpires nobody get uh-huh. there you travel you're gonna have to leave whatever right. time mm-hmm. so they start at 530 it's like a jv varsity basketball okay game. okay so that's what i would say if you can handle a, a basketball season baseball is pretty similar lena ask me your question so if i'm new to town and my kid played <laughs> baseball in Kearney, how do i find out about this like okay well again it depends on what time of year it is Right now. So like right now. I moved in at Christmas and he just started like the second semester. Well, the advantage I have is being in the school. So like I I had a student a couple weeks ago that said, hey, I want to play. What do I do? And I said, sign up for our sports you and start coming to practice. Oh, so you don't put like a sheet in their backpack and send it over to their bombs. And so has this kid ever played before? I don't know. Oh, Oh. okay. Oh, it's really really connected but it's better it's yeah. better really for, has good relationships with those those, yeah. those students yeah it's better for like for his age he'd be junior's age okay. so it'd be better for him like if he's going to start or hasn't played in a few years it's better to do that than 
you know, a senior in high school hasn't played since sixth grade saying. So who's play. on your senior team? Can you list them all? Uh, off the top of my head, maybe. Yeah, so don't mess if, up. Okay, if I go through. Because they all like listen. Off yeah. the lineup. Um, they do. Trenton Riley. He was usually like our one hole. Then Brody Graham, Quentin Terry. Oh, Quentin. Gabe Roberts, Carrie's son. Oh, oh gosh. Um, Miles Pullman, Ollie Corbett. I said Trenton. Bryson Golian. Um Tristan Campbell and who would be number nine? I know you only have somewhere. nine kids on your team. That's eight. Uh, oh, eight. Espen Hall. He's he's with us this year, so he's moving up um, okay. age wise. In um, Espen. Espen. ESPN. I like. Oh, well, that's fun. Big sports guy. That's really cool. Yeah. Um. So that's the nine. Um. Brett Fraker. He's another one that. Um. You know, Ten. He, he plays like every sport. So. Um, he's another returner. So yeah, we're sitting like that nine ten number, which okay. then with dual roster guys, depending on who comes up, um, you know, when we get to like our post season, it's like junior season's done. I'd like to be at 15 or 16 guys. So how does a kid go out for Legion from May to August and participate in any of the summer, not requirements, but highly encouraged trainings for other sports football and well okay so like football wise the advantage is i coach football so i'm at that's what i always remind them i'm at all the football stuff Mm -hmm. so um like coach vitro we always just i mean we talk all the time anyways we're buddies we're in the same school um so we always just kind of share schedules as we can and then you know like this year for football we're adding in it's a seven on seven thing so he we talked about that and like it's going to be in the morning back by lunchtime if they go somewhere so like it won't Im- impact anything baseball wise wait explain that again so their football stuff that they're going to do in the summer so like when we have our team camp okay. that's just in mccook that we get the kids together and just do our install stuff like that that they're the high school kids are done by 10 o'clock in the morning what time are they coming in like seven thirty. okay so and then we also, do our youth sorry. camp after that so also students that play baseball just out of curiosity in case my kid ever plays a sport um if they do summer skit like if they want to go on a vacation they don't do that or do so s- actually i was talking to joe imus who is the football or football basketball coach he i didn't know this but apparently kansas does a moratorium mm-hmm. with baseball so it's like i think he said july 1st to the 7th you can have any basketball activities so kind of like they do for uh basketball mm-hmm. and over christmas mm-hmm. which like i think that'd be kind of cool um no because you have games every week yes and that so that's tough so are you okay with that my thing is if you tell me it's like i got a kid that he has he's going to graduation in i think california that's wise his dad already like we already talked yeah because i and literally because his dad and i happen to be talking and he just brought it up so Mm -hmm. like that my thing is if you're going to be gone because i mean i miss games in high school for a football camp something like that and you just communicate that's a big thing so if they're gonna be gone my requirement is at least two weeks ahead of time now if, like mm-hmm. something just pops up like a vacation isn't just gonna happen mm-hmm. um but also the way that True. our schedule is structured we have like two weeks leading up to our postseason we'll have like four or five days off between games where like we can reset our pitchers and just get our practice and stuff like that so there's little pockets of time to i mean not go on a disney cruise but something like now so they can go to the carney pool yeah and come back 
And that's how, like, when I was a kid, when we are that baseball usually ended up being our vacation. So if we were Grand Island, okay, maybe just go to Omaha for the rest of the weekend type deal. That's just how we were. But we weren't, like, a big vacation family. So, What about your wife? Do you you have a wife? Yeah. I think you guys have met. We've met. Okay. (laughs) You guys have probably talked. We talk every now and then. Yeah, probably just, like, sending her photos of you. Oh, my gosh. So she's kind of a single mom all summer. And then straight into football. Not that we talk oh about that ever. Oh my gosh! How how is that? Not bad. I'm a single dad right now. Oh, yeah. touche. So, and I, I was telling her that here's the thing: she's got summer fall softball now, which obviously the load there is different than football. Um, but the difference is, like for her, she'll be gone like this week. She's gone. What day is it? Wednesday. So they left. Monday, gone Monday night, Tuesday night, she'll be back whenever, after midnight tonight, home tomorrow, and then they leave again Friday for, what, three days. And, like, the thing about football, I'm home for bedtime every night. We eat supper together every night. I, I might have a game, like a freshman game on a Thursday. It's so like this year, I think we have to go to Grand Island Northwest on a Thursday, and we go to Beatrice on Friday. But the difference is I'm home every night. It might be late. Like, when we go to the Panhandle, like Scott's Bluff, that'll be get home at 4.30 in the morning. What about baseball? So baseball-wise, this year, Walker's getting uh, promoted to Bat Boy. Oh, so he'll be oh. going with you. He's going with me. Fun. Now, he, awesome. he'll, like, just, like, with softball, he fades by about the end of the first half of the first <laughs> inning. But, <laughs> but he, I mean, he gets so excited that he is in love with Quentin Terry um, I'm t- Trent and Riley, Tristan, Kent, those guys. There just, is something about kids loving the older kids. It just yeah, and makes it, my heart. So mm-hmm. like, and but it's funny for me because Quentin is whatever ten years younger, thirteen years younger than me. Well, his older brother and I were roommates in college and That's cool. oh, that played baseball cool. That's all sweet. like literally our whole lives. So for me, it's like. I just saw a picture the other day of me and Justin had taken Quentin to get ice cream at TCBY. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's awesome. I, that's we, sweet. We, you that's know, so sweet. yeah, we, here, I'll show it to you. Oh, we'll post it. Um, yes, no, yes, we will. Because yes, you are going to will. change your mind about how sweet. Oh, are you we being mean? We were, being in, mean to Quentin? we were just, Probably. the things that we thought were funny, just, he had ice cream all over his face making an inappropriate gesture. Oh, okay. Oh. Doug would, Doug would laugh. Bonnie would have killed him gotten and she would have not been happy with me and justin maybe you can put a sticker over that part yeah, and uh, yeah Quentin's but like for kid. me it's kind of funny to see that because i remember quentin being a little shaver running around and it's just kind of the tables have turned yes mm-hmm. so i like that oh i might have taken it down oh, oh geez. that's a bummer um but yeah it's to see your kid look up to those kids is pretty cool yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. And, and also that you know like if I could have when I was a kid and like on the weekends at night, I was following my dad around everywhere mm-hmm. where like, it didn't matter what we were doing. So like, I know he said before he feels bad that he, he thinks he didn't teach me a lot of stuff. Well, I sat and watched him do mm-hmm. everything. So it's like, to me, I feel bad when I sit and throw a ball at Walker and it hits him in the head cause he can't catch. But I think, you know what? That's how like <laughs> Quentin, that's what Doug Terry always said was that he'd be a good athlete because we would sit and play catch with him and do those things. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. That's why I'm not like I I get man like he should know how to do this stuff but then it's like no he learns that from being around it so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no so like he'll he'll go with me all summer um, Ty obviously he just kind of sits there like a potato I guess he can walk now so not as much of a potato but 
yeah, like last year or when Rachel was pregnant with Ty that first year, I felt really bad for her. The, it was hot and miserable and oh. trying to wrangle Walker. And I had her running Game Changer because I, oh. for whatever reason. What a good wife. Oh, yeah. But she always liked doing that. Yeah. So, no, Light it'll be. As in past. Yes. Yeah. I don't have her do that anymore. We She's kind of a rock star. Never met her, but she sounds. She's pretty like amazing. Her. She's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be, I I just realized like that, that, okay, she's gone all these days and then it'll get into baseball season. I'll be gone. And then that's kind of what I've always said is baseball turns into football. It's just, I mean, I'm coaching from April to November, Mm -hmm. but you know, she's kind of, she's getting exposed to it. And she made the comment to me not too long ago that she gets why I've done it now that like, yeah, it sucks. You're away from your family and you, you you're torn, but also, um, you know, there's something you have a passion for and you want to do it and be around it. And, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately, you know, once the boys are big enough and they can come with me, then I'm sure she'll get to where she's bored at home. She'll just be by herself. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's kind of what I look to right now is give it two, three, four years and we'll be good. Mm-hmm. How will that change then when Walker's able to play? What do you mean? Like when he's at Felling Field? Mm-hmm. Oh, this discussion has come up at home. Oh, already. don't you love mm-hmm. how these conversations come up, even though you don't really need to worry about it? Yeah, yeah, but you do. Yeah, but yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I guess what are you going to do when Letty starts playing volleyball? What's your plan? Uh, she's going to be a swimmer. Okay. <laughs> so I don't think we have. Any. Yeah, she has no interest in volleyball. She's rather like, I don't know. I don't know if she'll play. Or what if she wants to play softball? Like in high school, that's in the fall. Yep. Nope. What do you do? <laughs> she probably won't play that sport either. I'm just going to pick what she does. Uh, music and swimming. And okay. dance. And So she's playing halftime show of the football game, and you guys always play at the same time as yeah, us. Yeah, that'll be tough. I don't she, know. She can walk over for her yeah. halftime. That's not too big right. of a... Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, for over. Rachel, she's always, like, her dad always coached them. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, she's said that she wants me to coach Walker. But my thing is, well, if I'm still doing this when he's in high school, I will coach him. Um, I want to be able to, like, we've gone over and watched, like, Mac Holtis play T-ball. And to me, that's mm-hmm. kind of fun just to go over and watch and not have to. Something to be said like, about that. Not just sitting yes. there making decisions all the time. Yes. Because that's the pro Like, baseball is the most god-awful boring sport to sit down and watch. I hate watching baseball. But when you, like, get into it and you get your situational stuff and, like, the amount of stuff, the decisions that you have to make in a game like you don't realize I was talking to one of the other football coaches and I was talking about just like a pitching rotation. Like you don't plan just for that game. You have to plan who can pitch today so that you have pitchers for three days from now. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's just this huge chess game. Um, So like to me, I I love the situational stuff. That's why I like football because everything's situational and you know, like you're on offense and you're setting up a play for in the first quarter to run in the third quarter that I just like that kind of stuff. Um, but also it is nice to go over and just watch little kids be little kids and just watch them play. Yes. So I agree. that's what I want. And also I want him to be able, him and Ty to be coached by other people because if they coach football or if I coach, they play football, they play baseball, whatever. Okay. Well, that leaves like basketball maybe. Right. But right. Like or they, wrestling. They, or wrestling. I, I want them to wrestle. I want to play basketball. I wish they could do both. Yeah. Because I like Imus and I like Gumshite. Ew. Um, but no, like to me, that's that's got to be the biggest thing is like I can't be their coach their whole life mm-hmm. because I'm also going to probably teach them. So mm-hmm. 
they need to be able to get away from me and hear, you know, they need to be chewed on by somebody else that's not me. Which yeah. to me, yeah. I mean, that's why I've said, like, you know, Coach Gross, yeah, he might have lit me up a lot, but also now, 10, 12, 15 years removed from it, we're, I can go sit in his office and talk to him for an hour. And, mm-hmm. and, right. You know, so to me, I think that's the key thing is be coached by other people. Let other people yell at them and mm-hmm. figure out that it's not the end of the world. Doesn't mean they hate them. Right. Exactly. Uh, completely off topic, but you and the Soundburger, the Soundbird of the Southwest, you guys were trying to start something like a podcast. How how'd that go? I had a baby. Oh, so oh you just, gosh, yeah, side-tracked. okay, sidetracked. Okay, yeah. yeah. There's like six hours of unused footage sitting nice. somewhere. Wow, but that's great. Mm-hmm. It's the. Oh, don't let it don't let it out. I bet there's a lot of information on there that just needs to be heard. You know, it's so yeah. interesting that someone who was the struggle guest of a podcast yes. wants to do a podcast. Yeah, that's Str- struggle guest? Yes. yes. What do you mean? He struggled? Uh, no, listen to it. Did I struggle or did he struggle? The songbird. The songbird. Really? He fell out of the tree <laughs> and face planted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then somebody had to go and like revive him. Yes. That's me doing CPR. And then Did he get nervous or and what? And then he wanted to uh, read. Yeah, he's like, don't post it. Just let me redo. I'll, get, I'll oh, bring yeah, you cyclones because, for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because like for him, he could make a table that looks perfect, but he's going to notice that little scuff underneath on the side. Like, oh, yeah, God. he's a nerd on this kind of stuff. So for him, yeah, he probably thought Look that was awful. Look at him coming to his aid. He's like, oh, no. He, anyways. Yeah. Who did you go to high school with? So who's in your, who also else is 24 in this area? Ross Stewart's the only one that you would know. Okay. Um, That's it. Probably. Oh, yeah. Here. Ross, okay. Um, you know, like my group, core group of buddies that like I still, um, Derek Chancellor, he's working. So he's, he'd be a good one to have on here. Okay. And what's he do? Um, so he went, he played football at University of South Dakota, um, had an injury that, you know, he was looking at, he'll tell you, oh, I wouldn't have been any good, but I mean, had NFL chances Mm -hmm. like practice squad is kind of what he says um and while he did that he was working for senator john thune in of south dakota in washington dc oh wow so he was playing division one football and then in the summers he would go to washington dc work for him do an internship come back and he worked in dc for a couple years i think um now he is in I could probably read off exactly because I interviewed him for one of my grad classes, but he's like a regional liaison for the lieutenant governor of Ohio. Hmm. Fancy. Wow. Schmancy. Yeah. Wow. Sure. Um, but no, so he's one that always ran around with Ross, um, Ben Vitrosky. He's at him hmm. to the list, head golf coach. Um, we coach football together. Um, so, I mean, those guys are like my core group of buddies from here that grew up with. Matt Chitwood's another one that next door neighbors our whole lives. Um, grade wise, he was a year below me, though. So, like, locally, that are still, Derek obviously isn't around, but he's back and forth all the mm-hmm. time. Um, you know, those are kind of the core group of dudes. And then, like, Dalton Patera, he was a weirdo. He went to North Platte. I didn't know him until he started teaching here. So. I'm probably forgetting somebody that I talk to every day that's one of my best friends. <laughs> that's okay. You can always post it on our page if yeah. you feel like they feel. Uh-huh. So from the last time we talked to you to now, are you reading anything new that we need to know oh, about? Yeah, good point. Uh, I just got a book back from old Bradshaw over there, the Blonde Bomber. You know who Terry Bradshaw is, right? Yes. Okay. 
Rachel, it took her like a month to figure out why I kept calling him. He's who, been who in some Bradshaw of my was. favorite movies. Terry Bradshaw? Yeah. What movies is he in? The one where she teaches him how to be a boyfriend. That one. Look it up. About. I'm looking it up. Um, so anyway, what's that called? The Warrior Ethos, which is about like Spartan society, which mm. was, um, you know, I've, I kind of every now and then I'll just pick it up in class and read it to kids. So the, an excerpt that I read the other day was about how. How to lose um, a guy in 10 days. I'm looking. How to lose a guy in 10 days. Mm-hmm. That's not what the Spartans talked about. I know. You just. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the excerpt that I read the other day, it's kind of all about having a warrior mentality and a warrior mindset in like modern culture. And like you compared how the Spartans lived compared to how we live now. Um, Oh, sorry. He started, he sent me an, an no, ex- you can't about the mothers. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Dude, okay, do you want to hear that? Our, no, no, I'm going to, that's the excerpt that I just read okay. not too long ago. Oh, okay. Fast. So here's what happened. Spartan baby boys, newborn baby boys were brought before chief magistrates. Um, they were then either deemed fit for Spartan society or they were left on a rock at the edge of a gorge for the wolves. And it ends with, there is no record of a Spartan mother weeping over her son, which, because they ultimately, what was best for the society was a warrior child. So if they were deemed unfit for that society, they were left. So like I, I I then told the kids when I read that, I said, the, the point here is you know, everybody has a role in society, no matter what that is. I'm not, we're not leaving you. You just blew my mind. The things this man, dude, the information I learned from this guy, I just, I don't know. It's like, don't don't judge a a book by its cover. Cause when you look at it, you're thinking, "Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then he's full of knowledge, full of knowledge. It's some of the stuff he says. It's like, what? Yeah. Full of knowledge. This one over there. Now, does uh, that kind of thing make your gut roll? Yeah. Yeah. And But again, it makes you appreciate where we're at now. Like, yeah. You can be, you know, that guy that just died that was in the iron lung. He was a lawyer. He was an author. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I mean. Everybody has a role in society. So that's kind of. 100%. That's always been my thing, like with baseball is, you know, what what is your role? Um, there was a player, David Ortiz, that played for the Red Sox forever. And like I've told Quentin Terry, and it's kind of ruined it for him. But like David Ortiz's role was. You swing the bat as hard as you can, and you hit the ball as far as you can. Like, everybody else has situational stuff that I have them doing. Quentin's job is to knock in runs. And, like, he accepts that role. He knows that's his role. Now, he also thinks that every time he swings a bat, the ball's going to go 8,000 feet over the fence. Does but that happen? It, no. No. But he that's his role, knock in runs. Mm-hmm. And I'll guarantee right now he'd probably have the most runs knocked in, or most RBIs last year. Um like, it's just kind of that kind of thing. Um, the other thing that, like, we're playing in baseball now is there no excuses. Like, baseball is one of the few sports where, I mean, there's a reason they keep track of errors because human error is a part of the game. Um, that's why I hate, like, they have reviews now in the MLB, which to me is stupid. There's been, you, I mean, you guys still don't, but nobody would know who Armando Galarraga is if not for human error. So, he was this pitcher for the Tigers, I think, like 2010, 2011, that threw a perfect game. But on the last out, the first base umpire called the runner safe, and he was out by a step. And after the game, they were interviewing Jim Joyce was the umpire, and he said, I booted the call. Like, there, I, I don't know what to tell you. He said, I cost that kid a perfect game, like a, his name going down history. So that's kind of our our deal this year. Brady and I have talked a lot about that with the kids. Like, if you 
mess up, you just say I messed up. Like, right. And that's just right. part of being an, an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I couldn't tell you the guy's name, but an umpire in Gothenburg last year, the, like, I will always respect him because there was a dumbest thing I've ever been a part of. I got put in timeout by this umpire in Gothenburg. I didn't know that they could do that. So they just put you in left field with or timeout? Did you sit well, like I car? told him, I said either eject yeah. me or don't. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit in this dugout and watch you completely mess up this game. Yeah. I said it just like that. Just, um, that's nice. Yeah, he told me to go to the dugout and not come back. And then he sent Quentin, Quentin was catching over and told me that if I apologized, I could come back to the game. <laughs> How did that go? Uh, I feel all warm and fuzzy until I. I hope the my mo- I know my mom's going to listen to this, mm-hmm. and I know she'll be disappointed. I, I quietly said, I, "I'm not going to tell you the guy's first name. He might be a big fan. I'm sure he, he is." I, I just is. said, we'll yeah, pro- said, "This is in Gothenburg. I think that's where." Let's have him on. I next. just said, "I said, fuck that." <laughs> And then, and then he, he jokes on him. He came over and apologized to me and let me come out of the dugout three innings later. Uh Um, but no, the umpire who the whole scenario started with was the field dump. And he came over and said, coach, I fucked that one up. Like just flat out said it, which like to me, the fact that you can say that. And Mm -hmm. he, Mm -hmm. he said it was just quick. And I may, I know that I called the wrong call at the wrong place. Right. Right. I said, I knew exactly what happened, but. The other umpire was one that he didn't know what was up, what was down. And right. sure, sure. I said, it's the fact that he couldn't explain to me what was going on. Right. That got right. me fired up. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, you may, I know. That's mm-hmm. fine. I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not the point. So, mm-hmm. again, that's the nice thing about baseball is you can literally say that. I Yeah, I screwed up. Yeah. What about drinking caffeine? What What's your go-to? Actually, Dude, you I've need to start coffee. that thing that we talked about. I've been down to like... I think today I had like four cups of coffee. But okay. I've been down to like one or two cups of coffee. Just plain old black. What, plain what, Folgers. What black the videos where we start making money. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't want to hear about What's this. that called? Uh, Nothing we only need fans. to talk about. A, no. Uh, the kids are listening. The, to the letters forget. one. Right? The guy that makes the coffee. Yeah. Like, that's you what you need to do. You that something where you like, are, oh you breathe into the microphone and like. Yeah, I don't know like what it is, but you just make all the sounds and whatnot. Yeah. Chris would send these videos of him making coffee and it was the most relaxing thing I could watch. There's this guy that makes it make he makes like what would that be called? It's the really fancy, like they have little things the stirred up, like Poro? espresso, yeah. I think. Oh, he makes art. He makes like lo- something like that. But okay. the coffee that comes out of there is like liquid gold. It looks so good. Mm. I don't know how you order one of those. I think that's what it is, is that espresso yes. stuff. Right, yeah. I'm going to challenge the listeners to count the number of times he said like. I know. Because we're making big we money are, on this. Did I we say are, it a lot? You oh, have. Golf. And I have been wanting to call it out, but I I'm just. Too, do but it. I'm like, because no, it's I, fine. No, no, no. It's fine. My girls do it will because count. They will I count and we'll let you know. Just the other day, told a student that they say the word like more than anybody I've ever seen. Until and today. And you are right behind them. You are. And I asked that same class, what's my thing? Because everybody has a thing like mm. um or uh or uh, like, yeah. or they sit in the old sailboat and yeah. they rock back and forth. I talked to Rachel Lots. about it and now she, she's just, oh, like she thinks about it. And she you says, have you're going to turn me insane. Yeah. yeah. It almost mm-hmm. makes you lose your mind. Okay. Oh, who are you thankful thing. for today, Chris? Yep. Ooh. Today. Jesus. Every day. Oh, boom. You know, I don't know if you anybody's know, just nobody throwing, has ever yeah. said that. No. Such confidence. God, family, me. country, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And family. 
Wait, you did say family. Yeah, God, God family, family country. country. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry I, I said the F words. That's okay. That's, the that's kids should be fine. Jesus. Yeah. That, yeah. I was quoting that's true. the other guy, and I was quoting myself he, one time. Yeah, okay. he had to say it. I'm thankful for this community. You know, there's some people that are kind of struggling, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are wrapping their arms around it and helping them out. So we live in a great community. Amen. I'm yep. going to be thankful for Weimers. We brought him, just a cool guy. We need to have Matt, him on oh here. We do. He's Matt. on the list. I mean, he's a lefty, he's tall, he likes volleyball, and he's a heck of a coach. Yep. World's heck tallest of a PE coach. teacher. Well, oh, That's yeah. what I always told the kids. Do you, have the Wait, World you guys have the tallest and the shortest. How cool is that? <gasps> Not yeah. Let's go, McCook. Way to be. Wait, yeah. That is diversification for That is. You. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, we need to get uh-huh. him on there. And he's yep. just a cool guy. Yep. Cool guy. Well, um, and also a huge thank you to our sponsors, Jolt and Joe's, El Porto, and Wild Ass Soap Company. And we have some openings. If anybody else wants to, you know, feel like they want to support us. Well, yep. I just gave you like three names. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sending yeah. a check. And Not. also huge thank you to Southwest Public Power for having us come and do their show. We had a lot of fun. Thanks so for much fun. Yep. Yep. Um, until next time, I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm Lena. Three dead in a crash on a number four Two witnesses blowing up high Not sure whose will be done You can call me a sinner for wondering why Head done and sleeping on the blacktop